As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. There's one thing we know for sure right now, that even in a world of uncertainty, cancer doesn't stop, even in the midst of a global crisis. So on Saturday, June 13th, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is hosting a trailblazing event called The Big Virtual Climb, sponsored by AbbVie. The event will raise funds to support their investment in groundbreaking research to advance blood cancer cures and first-in-class patient education and services, including financial support and clinical trial navigation. So join us and step up to take cancer down. You climb 61 floors or 1,760 steps. You can do this anywhere, inside, outside, on stairs, on the road, or on your treadmill. What you'll do is sign up and on June 13th, join in for an opening ceremony and then take on your climb with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's heart-pumping playlist to keep you motivated. Join in June 13th from coast to coast as we come together to climb, conquer, cure. You can register for the Big Virtual Climb at lls.org slash bigclimb. That's lls.org slash bigclimb. Hello and welcome to Front and Nationwide. This is the Athletics Dedicated Blue Jackets podcast. Aaron Ports, I'm with you on a Wednesday morning. Allison Lucan is here. Good morning. We have a special guest. Cam Atkinson is in the house, the virtual house. Cam, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, well, thanks for being here. Uh, we will get into Cam Atkinson's Force Network Fund Virtual 5K and Kids Run, which is this weekend. I'm, I'm doing it. Alice uh, doing it. Uh, we got yes. others on board. Tom Reed's doing it. Yes. There's a host yes. of thousands doing this. Uh, all proceeds will be used to purchase reliable and rapid COVID-19 testing equipment for Ohio Health Riverside Methodist Hospital. It's a great cause. We'll get into that. I'm sure we'll have some gags and 
and uh, shots at, at yours truly um, later in the uh, podcast. Um, Cam, let's get right to it. You were, I mean, it's, it's so ironic how this, you've had one of those seasons, my man. The, shoulder, the, uh, the ankle's giving you trouble on a couple occasions, and here you are ready to come back March 12th against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Huh. And that's when the, the pause, the great pauses hit. So what was that day like? What was getting all ramped up, only to have the carpet pulled out from underneath you? And just where are you at uh, mind-wise, health-wise, uh, with your game and your, your uh, life right now? Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, been a whirlwind of a year just in the, uh, the hockey world for me. I mean, wasn't the best year productive-wise. Uh, you know, had the little injury play, got hurt, and then came back a little early, got hurt even worse. And then, like you said, I was ready to, uh, I was ready to rock and roll for that Pittsburgh game. Um, felt felt strong enough to uh to go and, and help the team as much as possible for the playoff run and and whatnot and then all of a sudden uh the season obviously you know I remember coming to the rink that day pretty jacked up just because we were playing Pittsburgh and those games are always fun to play against the crowd was going to be lively and yeah. uh, you can always get up for those and then you know within minutes we just sat in the locker room had a team meeting and the season was canceled so um just a lot of unknowns a lot of mixed emotion just because you know you go from being hurt and, and that's obviously you're down for a while and and you know it's a time timely process and then you get ready to go and you know your your adrenaline's going and then all of a sudden it goes back down to zero again so right. um yeah I mean it's definitely been a pretty crazy year and now uh you know just being a dad with the two boys and I've been able to you know work out and and skate up, up at the battery which has been nice just yeah. in case uh, we're ready to rock and roll yeah um, so many injuries across this team. That's one of the silver linings uh, to all of this for the Blue Jackets is a lot of guys, Seth Jones, Oliver Bjorkstrand, uh, yourself certainly will be uh, back to certainly in the playing shape when the season resumes, if the season resumes. Um, that, that ankle injury you had is a tricky one. I remember Rick Nash saying that even years after the fact he suffered a high ankle sprain, years after the fact he would step just right on it and he could feel a twinge, like the strength returned, but it was, there was always a little reminder there. Um, I think you were, you were good enough to play against Pittsburgh. Obviously you were lined up to do so. Um, but these just being able to take an extra three months for the ankle, how much better does it now feel than it did then? Yeah. I mean, it definitely feels a lot better. Uh, like you said, there's still times today, even, you know, I wake up and I'm going down the stairs and still, it still lingers. There's no question about it. It kind of, you know, stops me in my tracks. Um, but that being said, like I'm still able to to work out and, and do everything that, you know, I'm used to be used to doing squatting, um, pulling sleds, even skating. I mean, uh, it doesn't affect me, but it's like when, as soon as I wake up or, or certain movements definitely, you know, let it know, it lets you know that it's still, still lingering, which kind of stinks. But I mean, obviously the three months it's, it's uh, given me time to heal and, and uh, which has been great. Yeah. And what do you make of this, the 2014 um, idea that the league has the format that both the, the, the league put forth and the players agreed upon? Not everybody loves it. Uh, and for good reason, there's, there are lots of arguments in both directions, I think. Uh, where do you come in on this? What are your thoughts on on the system that they devised? And what do you think about just trying to come back and play again, period? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously with just the 2014 format, I think that's – you're not going to please everyone, you know, no matter what the format was going to be. Um, you're, you know, you're going to have people that are happy and you're going to have people that are mad no matter what. So I think this is the best uh, format going forward. Um, you know, it's kind of like the round robin, um, which is kind of cool. It's a little bit different, but it also gives other teams to, you know, a chance to win the Stanley Cup, which is ultimately the number one goal. I mean, I get it from a uh, different team's perspective where some teams, most teams that are in shouldn't be in if the season ended, but this is just kind of the, uh, the nature of the beast. And we have to take advantage of, you know, as many teams as possible to help promote our, our league. And, um, but I mean, yeah, uh, as far as starting up, I mean, I, there's so many mixed emotions. I think times are just crazy right now and having two young boys, it's, uh, there's so much unknown as far as, you know, how long we're going to be away from our families, if we're going to be able to see our families, the, the health risk. I mean, there's just so many major questions that, I understand we all want to play, you know, there's no question. That's why we're athletes. We all want to play. We all want a chance to win the Stanley cup, but at what cost, you know, it's like, sure. we're risking a lot for, I mean, the ultimate goal, which is huge, but uh, at the same time, there's a lot of uh, more important things going on right now. If you're bored in the house, bored in the house, bored, why not spend some time on yourself? Our sponsor today, Manscaped, is here to make sure you're well-groomed above and below the belt. Manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving, thanks to their Lawnmower 3.0. While you're probably looking for new things to do at home, why not make manscaping part of your routine? Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0. This third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Shaving is about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code THEATHLETIC at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code THEATHLETIC. And for a limited time, subscribers get not one, but two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, a $39 value, and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. So go to manscaped.com today and use the code THEATHLETIC. Cam, I wanted to ask you to that point, this is something I've talked a lot about with my friends, and we are obviously not professional athletes, but let's say that being at level 10 is being in game shape, both physically and mentally, right? Like how hard is it for you guys, because there is no date, because there is so much unknown, like how do you manage yourself physically, but also mentally to be where you need to be should a date get set versus not burning yourself out because there is no date, if that makes sense. hundred percent. I mean, that's such a good question. And that's what I'm trying to wrap my brain around where it's like, you know, obviously, once you know the season ends or how far you go in playoffs, you know there's a set date where training camp is going to start. So, right. you know, you kind of mentally wrap your mind around the fact that, okay, you know, go on vacation or go away for a little bit, get your mind off of hockey, of everything that you went through during the season, and then come back ready to rock and roll and start getting back into, you know, I guess in the gym and, and building up that muscle that you lose throughout the year because you're skating every day. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm working out three times a week. Uh, and I'm doing full body workouts with my trainer. 
um, you know, I'm not killing myself, but at the sure. same time, I'm, I'm bulking up just because, uh, you know, like I said, I, I work out hard in the summer to, to try to prevent injury throughout the regular season. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's that fine line where it's like, what's going on? Do we really need to train this hard or should we be right. training harder? Because it's like, I don't want to be burnt out if the season does start, but I want to feel fresh. I want to feel like I'm on top of my game. And, you know, there's really nothing, there's absolutely nothing that you can do as a player uh, to get you ready for in, into hockey shape, you know, hmm. outside of skating. So luckily I have the battery, which I've been able to skate twice a week, but it's the same thing. It's like, I'm going hard, but at the same time, I don't want to skate three, four or five times a week. Cause uh, you know, I don't want to burn myself out on the ice and um, I want to have that excitement for when I come back and I want to be mentally sharp where, you know, my hands are there and um, my timing is there. And so it's, uh, I'm, I think I'm doing the right, the right thing, but uh, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> is, what about, I mean, I've asked you this throughout your career because it fascinates me too. What about the mental side? Can you do any sort of preparation there or do you have to kind of rein that back in as well so you don't get burnt out mentally also? Yeah. I mean, I think you have to listen to your body, right? Mm. So like, for me, I've been around a long time where, you know, maybe the first three, four years, um, my mindset was totally different where, um, you know, I know what has made me successful over the past, you know, I, I would say five years and what works for my body. And if you're tired, it, it's, uh, for me, like I need to keep going. I have mm -hmm. so much energy right now that Nat, my wife, she like almost wants to kick me out of the house. <laughs> I'm literally full go 24 seven. I wake up early and I just have my coffee and I'm just go, 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 go. And when they're all napping, I go for a bike ride or I just have to, you know, do something, uh, maybe some yard work to <laughs> just kind of, uh, reel it back in. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, people read books, you know, people meditate. It's, uh -huh. you know, there's so many different things that you can do that, uh, for me, I just, like I said, I, I like to listen to my body and I know what works and what doesn't. We talked about the silver lining of the team and you getting healthy, but there's another silver lining, particularly for you, because you do have two little ones, one very new little one. Has it been awesome to be able to have this dedicated time with your family? Oh, hundred percent. I mean, these are typically uh, times that I, I would never get or never get back. And I've been taking full advantage of, you know, especially with Declan, he's at such a fun age. He's going to be two in July, uh, where, you know, as soon as he wakes up, you know, he just wants to be outside and be active and, and play with the hose and spray dad with the hose and spill bubbles on dad, and, uh, <laughs> which is fun. But no, he's at such a fun age where he's starting to kind of mimic what you say too. So you have to be very careful with what's coming out of your mouth. Um, but he's starting to put, you know, almost two word sentences together, which is uh, they're not like fully. You can't really understand the, the. You know what he's saying, but you don't. So right, right. He's at such a fun age, and Caden. I mean, he's such a he's a big boy for a two month old, and there's only so much I could do with him just because he's so dependent on that for feeding mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm taking advantage of just hanging out with Declan. It's awesome. Um, Cam, you are going to play if this thing gets off the ground. The Toronto. Maple Leafs. And I, I, <clears throat> I have a theory that the, these play-in rounds, maybe even the early rounds of the, of the playoffs, because the play-in round is only best of five, and because these teams have been off for so long, and so much has changed with a lot of these teams, your team included, I think that play-in round 
could be absolutely, if I could use the technical term, batshit crazy in yeah. terms of the unpredictability of it. Uh, what are your thoughts on what that hockey might look like coming out of the gate in short series against teams that have been off for a while? Goaltenders haven't seen pucks for a while. You mentioned your timing. I mean, I just, it, it could be awesome hockey or awful hockey, but it should be fun either way. It's going to be awful hockey. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, you know, especially going right into playoffs where you, you literally go the whole season to prepare yourself for, you know, the playoffs. You go 82 games, you know, as many games as you can uh, without being injured to really wrap your mind around, okay, let's now we have to rev it up a whole nother level for playoffs. So there, it's so, there's just so much unknown, right? So, I mean, I hope yeah. that there's not a lot of injuries. Um, there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, different uh, scenarios and situations. Like, how's it going to be playing with no fans? You know, how are you mm -hmm. going to, you know, is it like playing a preseason game or is it just like a practice? I mean, it, there's just so much that uh, it's going to be very interesting. I mean, obviously playing the Toronto Maple Leafs, they have such young firepower that it's either going to be, uh, <laughs> we're either going to be in for a long, long series or, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting, but I think it's going to be sloppy. Uh, I mm -hmm. might take a, a couple games to really get into it. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's, you know, Toronto, they're, they're kind of like a, a Tampa Bay, you know, where yeah. they're very high in skill. <clears throat> they're not really out running, running around uh, like a Boston Bruins. So, um, and they're all young too, like I said, so they're going to be flying. Uh, those guys have no excuses, right? Right. And I, <laughs> and I have a theory, maybe I'm wrong here, but like <clears> – <throat> Players like Marner and Matthews, the skill like that, players like yourself, you, you fall out of bed knowing how to create offense and find space and create scoring chances. Oh, like that's sure. I mean, it's instinctive, yeah. right? 100%. I mean, those guys are such high-level talents that, and, and young where they could just, like you said, roll out of bed and, and they probably sleep with their hockey stick in their beds, to be honest. Right. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know those guys are definitely – skating or doing something uh behind closed doors to get them mentally ready to rock and roll yeah and how much work do you guys need what might that two or three week camp be like under Torti? can't kill you we know that because you've got huge games coming right out of the hopper but I, how difficult is it for you guys or have you done it so long that it's sort of second nature to you uh the the checking the the five-man unit the way you guys played against tampa uh, which I'm guessing you would maybe with small tweaks here and there do the same against Toronto. How much work would that need uh, to get up to speed to be able to to shut down a, a Leafs offense? I mean, that's a, that's a great question. We should go on record saying that Torts can't kill us. You know, it's because yeah, uh, <laughs> I have a feeling he's, you know, it's, I mean, he can't expect us to be, uh, you know, in tip-top shape, but everyone knows Torts' camp. But at the same time, you only have, a couple of weeks to really get ready to, right. you know, rock and roll and getting the systems back and the power play and the penalty kill and just mentally sharp that way. Uh, but at the same time, we need to build up some endurance as well. So there's a fine line and, you know, it's like, it's all uncharted territory. So, so I guess uh, we'll see how the, I'll let you know the first, uh, first couple of days, how the camp goes. <laughs> yeah. How, if you can speak, how, um, how is uh, how are the quizzes going for you? His Friday I'm, morning quizzes. Yeah, I mean, um, 
they've been going well. I'm, I'm, I'm number, I'm in third place right now. Nice. So it's nice. uh, just kind of hanging in the weeds. Um, you know, every, every week is different. I mean, this past week, uh, you know, I'm obviously up early, so I'm like, I'm ready. And then you just never know what Declan's going to do. And, and so like last week, you know, I get the quiz at eight and then all of a sudden, like I'm starting to answer one or two questions and then Declan just goes bananas and I just, oh. there's nothing I can do. So I just put my phone down and next thing you know, it's eight 30 and I, I was like, you know what? I can't, I'm done. So I don't, I didn't even answer the quiz because, uh, I have a little, little bit more important things to, yeah, right. uh, to attend right. to, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm just hanging in the weeds, man. So, so you're third, who's first and second? Well, Gerbs, I mean, I, I give him so much, so much crap because I, I'm not even kidding. The guy sets, probably sets his alarm for like seven o'clock for an eight o'clock quiz. And I'm not sure how many computers he has on Google, just ready to rock and roll or who he's, right. who he has helping him, but he'll, he'll literally, he comes in first every time and it takes him like three or four minutes to answer these quizzes. And some of these questions are pretty tough. So I'm not sure if, uh, he you know, staff? If, he's, if he's cheating or if Torts is secretly giving him some of the answers or, uh, what's going on. But I mean, it's, uh, it, it's him and Fliggy. Nick is obviously in, in second place, but it's getting a little ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. There's widespread cheating on this. Something, something's going down widespread. We know yeah. that. And who, who's done recent quizzes? Because I know Torts came out of the hopper. Kenny McCudden was so excited about his quiz. Um, who's, who did the most recent one? Uh, Bowler. Bowler had uh, last Friday. That's fantastic. Yeah, most of the questions were about him, too. So I'm sure he's yeah, like, right. pumping his tires. I think one of the questions was pretty funny. was, uh, in, I think it was like in 2007, Nick Foligno's OHL team, the Subbury Wolves, lost to who? And, oh, geez. That's yeah, amazing. But, you know, little things like that where he was pumping his own tires. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's hilarious. That is, that's pumping great. his own tires and throwing subtle jabs at other players. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Are you looking forward to these uh, small group workouts? Would I mean, just, just it's only going to be like six guys max. I'm not sure how many guys are still left in Columbus at this point. Felino's gone back to Canada. A lot of guys have drifted home. Um, how just as a small step towards something, going to the rink, meeting with the guys, you know there will be some chirping going on. It will be good to see each other again. How, how excited are you for those small group meetings, which I think could start perhaps next week? Yeah, I mean, I'm a little torn between the two just because, you know, I have such a good setup with what I'm doing. Uh, And I know a lot of guys aren't here. Um, Obviously, we have a bunch of group chats going on and talking to the captains. Um, You know, guys want more of a a hard date for when training camp is actually going to start before Mm -hmm. they start coming back in the town just because, you know, the rules going to the rink are very strict. I mean, once you're in, you have to be fully committed. so as of now, I mean, I'm probably going to hold off on going to the rink just because, you know, it just puts you more at risk of being around a lot more guys. And trust me, I want to be around the boys more than anything and see yeah. the, the training staff. But, um, you know, it's if, if I got a pretty good gig going on with my workouts, I know that I'm going to be ready to rock and roll and I'm skating and, and getting myself into shape. Uh, then I'm going to hold off. But obviously, if more guys, more of the older guys come back, then I, I will transition to going to the rink and and that sort of thing so just wanted to give a quick shout out to all the local central ohio and greater ohio area businesses 
um, and remind you that most of our listeners are in and around Columbus, and then you can even reach out to Cleveland, Cincinnati, and, and the like. So what better way to promote your business than through our show? You're going to reach the audience that is near you, and they're listening to one of your favorite podcasts as well. So to advertise on this very show, go to www.theathletic.com slash podcast ads. There you can fill out a very simple form and we'll get back to you right away. So go to www.theathletic.com forward slash podcast ads today. All right, Cam, let's get to the really important stuff here, which is what's going on this weekend. (laughs) Um, It's been really cool to see people step up and take advantage of this pause to to do good and give back. How did how did this idea of a virtual 5K come to you and just walk us through the execution from making it happen logistically to picking the charity and the cause? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's a great question. I mean, I've heard about it through um, one of our one of my partners with the Force Network Fund. His wife, um, you know, did a virtual 5K last year. Gotcha. And she just thought it was a, would be a great idea during the certain circumstances. Um, you know, we wanted to make it cheap for everyone to participate. You know, we really didn't know how many people would sign up or how many people would donate. Um, but it's a way for people to kind of look forward to something and knowing mm-hmm. that their contributions and, and their sign up, 100% of the proceeds are going to, you know, such a great cause and is going to help and save and and uh you know keep a lot of healthcare workers and first responders and and patients all healthy and um you know it's uh every year my my force network fund does a a big event i mean this year we were we were hoping to and we're going to do it next summer but uh we had the plans of renting out a whole floor at top golf nice um but yeah i mean that's for next summer which we'll talk about that on a different day but uh (laughs) you that as of now we have uh over almost close to like 650 participants that have signed up wow um you know i mean you can go on the website and you can see it's shut off now but uh over eighteen thousand dollars just in donations alone which is amazing uh and that's not including all the people that signed up so i'm pretty sure we just uh, had a group chat going yesterday and uh we're going to be able to give around thirty thousand dollars to Ohio Health Riverside to purchase this machine um, that's going to be inside Riverside Hospital. Um, and it just kind of hits home. I mean, Nat, we, she gave birth to both of our boys at Riverside. Uh, Ohio Health is a, you know, a huge partner with the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, so we've been trying to, um, we weren't sure initially what we were going to give back to with the virtual 5K. We knew that it was going to be something relating to the COVID, um, you know, whether it was PPE. Uh, mm-hmm. but then, you know, one of my good buddies, Chris DiCapua, who is the CEO of uh, Dawson, I, I know that he's on the board of Ohio health and I, and I want, and I know he's good friends with the CEO of Riverside hospital. So I just, you know, wanted to kind of pick his brain and see if he had any ideas. And sure enough, he kind of had this great idea and it just came about really quickly, to be honest. And, um, so it's just such a great cause and I'm, uh, I'm still kind of up in the air as far as, you know, what I'm going to do as far as running or, or biking or rollerblading, it's, uh, I think, uh, 
you know, cause Matt wants to do it, but she also wants to do it with the boys. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll do, you know, each day do a, a half mile riding the bike or, you know, rollerblading running. And then obviously maybe finish it off with walking with uh, my family. Cause my mom and dad are actually currently driving right now um, from Connecticut to, to uh, Columbus, which uh, they're excited because they haven't met Caden yet. So That's they're just right. chomping at the bit. That's awesome. That's awesome. And fun fact that no one cares about. I also was born at Ohio Health Riverside Methodist Hospital. Um, <laughs> you Kim, you have also, it's been impressive to watch. You've been so active promoting this too, right? Because some, you know, and we get it, but sometimes all that someone has space for in their day is to say, I'm endorsing this, this is my cause, but you've really helped push this on social. You've, you know, been encouraging people. It just speaks to how important this is to you, right? Yeah, it's very important. I mean, I want, it's when you're tweeting and, and on social media kind of talking about the same thing, it could get to a point where people are like, okay, enough's enough. So I, I, it's, you know, almost turns into white noise to an extent. So I've, I've tried to keep it spicy. And I mean, obviously with the, with the help of you, which is, I can't thank you enough for getting all the media involved and, and Jeff, you know, so I could throw some uh, jabs at Jeff on social media because anytime <laughs> I can do that, it's always fun. Um, but you've helped us raise a lot of money, which is, I, like I said, I can't thank you enough. But um, I wanted to, you know, try to get some of the, the, the CBJ, my teammates involved too. So I, I had Nick do that video, uh, I think last week of him running, which has turned out pretty, it was pretty funny. Um, that was amazing. Yeah, that was good. You know, stuff like that where, uh, I, I give up, you know, the fans an opportunity to see us kind of behind closed doors and, and in the public, uh, sort of speak and get to know us on a more personal level and, and see our goofy side, um, you know, the best way I could. So it's, uh, it, it's been great. I mean, it, I've had so many people want to help out and participate and even self promote it on their social media platforms, which has been amazing. I wanted to share with you, uh, I sent this to Mark already, but a friend of mine in Pennsylvania actually texted me this week um, a picture of his race packets. And he said uh, he's still waiting on packets from a virtual 5K he did two weeks ago in New Jersey, but he, he was so impressed with your operation and that he already had everything for the 5K and he's looking forward to wearing and posting when we do our times later this week. He said, Cam's operation is highly efficient and professional. And I just didn't know if there were other people you wanted to give a shout out to who've helped make this a reality. Yeah, I mean, Endo Monkey, um, they are the ones that, I mean, this is really their platform. They were the ones that uh, started the website for us. Um, it's one of Mark's good buddies, Mark and Amanda Gernert's good buddies. Um, so obviously trustworthy people. Uh, we have 614 Hockey helping us out with all the shirts. Um, you know, we have such a good team that we were involved with that it's such a team effort, right? So uh, without them kind of initiating everything and, and plugging, you know, on social media where I could just literally retweet or repost, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it makes my life a lot easier um, knowing that they're behind the scenes doing all the dirty work, right? You know, they're putting all the packages of the shirts and the, and the medals together and, um so I owe them a lot of credit. I mean, obviously Dawson, Ohio Health, uh, Riverside, uh, you know, I, Mark, Mark Gernert and Amanda, I mean, they've been, they've been amazing. Uh, they're on the board of the Force Network Fund, helping my cause. Um, you know, it's, uh, the list goes on and on and on. <laughs> and 
it's uh, Chris Real, who's uh, my marketing agent as of now. Uh, he's been helping out a ton and uh, just trying to figure out ways to, like I said, make it kind of spicy on social media just so it doesn't be, turn into me being annoying and, and white noise. So it's, uh, it's a full team effort and it's been great. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing everyone kind of, you know, put the shirt on and the, and the metal um, and kind of promote it while they're doing it and me retweeting and reposting just to show them some love. And I can't wait for uh, Porty to get out there and shirt <laughs> off, you know, in the sun and, uh, and run this 5k. So it's going to be all good. I told my daughter that uh, that we were going to do this uh, Cam Atkinson's uh, charity 5K. She said, when is it? I said, it's June 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. And she said, does Cam Atkinson think it's going to take you four days to do three miles? <laughs> I said, no, no, yeah. no, that's not all four days. We'll take a break in there. We'll take a break in there. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's uh, why I did it for four days, because I, I wanted to give you an opportunity, so I knew uh, it wasn't going right. to take you just one day. So this is for you, brother. Well, I know the exact course I'm going to take because it's the same course as the Granville Turkey Trot every Thanksgiving morning. It's exactly, nice. exactly 5K. So nice. I will, I will fulfill. I promise. Uh, Cam, <laughs> thanks for doing this so much, and and uh, get back to your family, enjoy the kids. Hopefully, we'll see you at a hockey rink soon. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Cam, you have yeah, to I give us. It. You have to give us your pick. Who's going to win the media division? I mean, Allison. Come on. You already know. <laughs> I'm your, I'm your guy. I'm promoting you all along. So don't, please don't let me down. I have a lot of confidence in you. I know you're going to rock it. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to see you do your thing. <laughs> Thanks, Cam. We love having you on. Thanks so much for the time. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you. Thanks, man.